Welcome into the Snapped Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluber, and I'm a former Division I athlete turned entrepreneur. I run my own fitness and nutrition coaching business, as well as a sports media brand that produces podcasts, sells merchandise, and creates exclusive paid content. The fun part is I don't really know what I'm doing as a business owner. I'm just figuring it out day by day. This show, Snapped, acts as an audio journal for my thoughts and ideas on fitness, health, business, mindset, and whatever else I find important on the pursuit to personal happiness and a balanced life. I hope you can take something from the show that makes your life a little bit better. And regardless, I'm just happy you're here. Let's have a day. Let's go. We're here. Welcome in. The, uh, I mean, what what is this world? I, I open up my phone as the intro is playing and... I get a freaking notification that a local mailman was charged with sexual assault for lifting some chick's dress. What the fuck is going on? Uh, great intro into today's podcast. Uh, welcome in. Here we are. Nothing special about today. Just another update. Another audio journal of mine. Several fitness things related to today. I do think there's some good stuff to be had from this. I hopefully I can uh, put forth the information in a way that is usable and digestible. I'd like to keep this podcast to around 10 minutes like I did last week. I have a feeling that since I actually have a topic, it'll go closer to 15. That's okay. Uh, update. The next DEXA scan has been scheduled. It is currently Wednesday the 4th. On Monday the 9th at like 10 o'clock in the morning, next Monday, I will be doing my second of a three-series DEXA scan um, to test body fat, uh, lean mass, bone mass, all the things. So we'll have an update on that next week. Next week's episode will probably be on uh, basically the last three months, uh, a culmination of the last three months, what I've done diet-wise, what I've done... Um, I mean, training will be involved in that. It's I've, I've just been training. Um, the back has been gradually, gradually, gradually getting better and better and better and better. And so the training has been able to ramp up and I've been able to do more lifting, all that. How those things tie together. And then, um, and then the results uh, body fat wise of what that looks like. Not just body fat, but body weight. So that will be next week's episode. That'll be jam-packed, and that'll be more uh, data-driven and probably interesting. Uh, and I'd like to try, and it'll be the first time I've done it, I'd like to try and get across uh, sort of the simple way and how I how I personally go about adding on weight or taking off weight. Um, I, I really do think that, obviously, for people who know what they're doing, like me, it's easy. But... The problem is, is how do we get people to understand the the way to do it? Um, and of course, it's it's not always that easy because not everybody is in a spot where their uh, their health hasn't gotten a little bit away from them, and they don't have ultimate control over their one their disciplines, but two, um, they don't ha- you know their their metabolism isn't in a great spot. They don't have a ton of muscle mass. For a guy like me, it's very easy to put on weight. I'm about as close to eliminating all of the external factors uh, and just focusing on the the thermodynamics of gaining or losing weight that you could be. A lot of people are not at that spot. So I want to kind of go over how I do it 
and we'll, you know, as always, give some more tips and tricks on how to get closer to being in a spot where you can easily manipulate your weight over the course of two, four, six, eight weeks. Um, and then do it in a way that's muscle mass driven, all the things. So DEXA scan is scheduled. We'll get those results. I'm interested to see. Um, I was 196 pounds. Big yawn this morning. Um, been hovering more so around like 197, uh, which I believe would be up around like two pounds from the last uh, three week weigh in that I did, uh, like kind of official calorie difference that I've uh, I uh, started change with the diet. So um, we'll go over all that next week, and I think it'll be good data. Uh, short story of the day. And this is like maybe uh, your lesson of the day. Be nice to people, right? It's probably something that I have a harder time doing. And it's not the fact that I'm the opposite. It's not like I'm mean or I'm disrespectful or rude. I'm very uh, cordial with public, with the public. It sounds so stupid to say it that way, but I work from home and I hardly ever see people ever. If I go out into the world, it's to like run an errand, be at the grocery store once a week, or it's like in an Iowa football game. I'm not interacting with a lot of people on a daily basis. So I don't have, I guess, I guess uh, an interaction like I'm about to talk about just doesn't happen very often. And it, it, it seemed novel to me and I don't know why. Uh, the other night I was pulling out of the garage knocked the sensor off the garage door because there's shit piled up on the side of the garage and it hit yada, yada, whatever sensor falls off. I can't get it back on the right way. X, Y, Z. It doesn't work right now. The button won't work. The garage won't open or shut. Um, so we call a guy and he comes out. Uh, he happens to show up. He says, I'm going to be there between eight and nine tomorrow morning. This was on Monday. So then yesterday, Tuesday, he shows up at 7.57, and I had been on a walk around the block. Uh, I was getting my morning steps in. Um, I don't have a shirt on. He calls me. He's like, hey, Tyler, I'm out back. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm around the corner. I'll, um, I'm, uh, I'll, be, I'll be right there. So like two, three minutes, I come around the corner, um, shirt off. And it's like probably not the way that this guy greets people normally. And so I got this. I think that's what kind of sparked my decision to say, oh, I need to. I need to be overly friendly here and kind of like um, appeasing uh, to make this guy feel welcomed and like I'm, like he's not wasting his time, yada, yada. So I, I, I shake his hand. I look him in the eye. Um, you know, I introduce myself and I tell him the problem. He quickly fixes the problem like I'm talking within 90 seconds. Made me feel like an absolute asshole. But he was so overly friendly because of the way, and I could tell it was because of the way that I greeted him and the way that I sort of accepted him onto you know the property and like into the garage and I was being friendly, I was making conversation. Um, you know, this is the kind of guy who's in a position where he doesn't really have to talk to you, right? It's eight o'clock on a Tuesday morning, and um, you could just tell you could tell it maybe he was that kind of person. But he's like, dude, I'm, you know, no charge. I came here for two minutes. It was a pretty simple fix. Like I'll walk, um, you know, serviced for free, came out to the house and serviced the garage for free, basically. And, uh, he's like, let me get you a sticker. If you ever 
have any like legitimate problems, um, call us. And he will absolutely get my business. And from his end, it was like, wow, he was just super not vulnerable as it, as another human, but he was, but he was like, we were both vulnerable as other humans who are just like, Hey, it's Tuesday morning. We're having this experience. Let's be nice to each other and just be cordial and like kind. And it was just like this interaction that seemed so for me, like I never get those, right. It's a gas station. Like you're checking me out or somebody checking me out at the grocery store. Like we talked about his son and how he's in the army or like the, the Marine security. And I was like, he's like giving me, it was just, it was just something interesting. And I just thought like, man, this all kind of stemmed from both of us being willing to like be nice and give ourselves over to the other person so that they can help us, whatever that may be. I don't know. It was a situation that stuck with me. And I think that especially for those who are out in the public more often, the more that you do that and you give off this good vibe, uh, the more you're going to get back. I just don't get a lot of those opportunities. So it was interesting to me. I've already pushed this thing to 10 minutes with the garage door story. So this is definitely going to go towards 20. Um, maybe the fitness, the fitness content of the day here is uh, I have a client. I have several clients. If you would like to be a client, if any idea or, or uh, ideas or goals in the fitness and health space, and you're like, hey, I wonder if I could, uh, I wonder if he could help me, you know, kind of figure some things out, get me towards where I want to go. I've been turning my tires here a little bit, and uh, maybe a coach is what, what I need. Reach out to me, tylerclover.com. There's a contact form or tyler clover at live.com is my email. Hit me up. We can get you um, moving in the right direction. One of my clients yesterday uh, weighs in on Tuesday. So he, he gave me his weight, uh, his weekly weigh-in, and he had gained a pound from the week before. Um, regardless of, of how you've been living over the course of that previous seven days when you, when you do a weekly weigh-in, not totally or really at all out of the normal uh, to gain a pound or lose a pound, right? Our body weights fluctuate way more than we'd like them to. Um, in ways that don't really aren't really representative of actual weight gain or weight loss. So, uh, you know, and we've talked about that before, but he gained a pound and then he offered up the information, uh, drank a lot of beer last night. So that probably didn't help. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, well, how much beer? Cause I was curious because obviously even without the beer, again, your weight could fluctuate, but if you drink a lot of beer, you drink a lot of anything versus not drinking a lot of anything, uh, you know, just water volume wise, your weight is obviously going to be really affected. Then you add on the fact that those beer, that beer has calories and that beer does things to the recovery and rest process, rest and recovery process uh, while you're sleeping that would uh, have a ton of effect on weight management. Then a one pound gain now actually sounds pretty good because you probably would have been down a couple pounds without uh, drinking what was described as enough to kill a co-ed. So, you know, I don't have to tell this client of mine uh, that drinking isn't, uh, in no way does drinking positively take you further down the road of health and fitness, right? It, it's it's a step back. Um, it's not even a step sideways. It's a step back every time you do it. Um, 
unless you're having like a single drink or something. I don't have to tell him that. He he knows that, right? He he then offers up the anecdote that um well, I'll just read it. And I hope this client's okay with me sharing this. I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not. It's not like I'm saying his name. So for all you guys know, you have no fucking clue who I'm talking about. Um he says this. It's frustrating being the person standing in my own way sometimes. Not making excuses, but my job is so stressful. I can lift for hours and work and still not release after work and still not release the stress that builds up handling my job. A lot of beer empties my head. I could switch to hair. He says I could switch to heroin, but I'm not sure that's a good substitute. Good sense of humor on the guy. Um, So a couple things there, right? Stressful job, something that is not uncommon for most people, right? We're running around this crazy life on this planet and we've socially designed our lives where a lot of people, most people are busy, packed front end of the day to the back end of the day for those five days during the week, um, kind of slaving away, grinding away to be able to then sort of kind of enjoy two days on the weekend and, you know, some time at night. It's really fucked up, to be honest, like the way we've, we've structured it. You have to grind and slave away and send your kids off to be, you know, babysat or looked after by other people. And oftentimes go to a job that you don't really enjoy or get a whole lot of fulfillment out of just so that you can have enough capital, enough currency to sustain a roof over your head, food in your mouth, and occasionally some enjoyment, some entertainment in that fringe time that we get. It's sad. It, it sucks. Aside from that, though, right? So we're, we're, we're now in that situation. This guy's got a stressful job. That brings all the stuff I just talked about. That brings a bunch of stress. And we've built up this infrastructure of work, 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 grind, 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 grind. And though it's gotten better, we haven't really built in the infrastructure on the other side of that to deal with the mental and physical state that that grind puts us in. Meditation, health practices, exercise, time for walking and being in the sun and getting the correct food, all these things on the health and fitness side are lagging way behind for most people. And so we have to find some way to deal with that stress. And for a lot of people, it's indulgements like alcohol, smoking, could be marijuana, could be other drugs, like like he mentioned, sweets. Um, I mean, hell, for some people, it's it's you know it's it's sex or it's uh, um, doing you know finding something that that in the moment brings them this short term happiness to deal with a long-term issue. The quote directly was, a lot of beer helps clear my head. And I get that. I get that because for the time being, it does. You get really drunk and uh, and under the influence and you just kind of forget about everything else and you're very, I mean, in a way, you're very present and just in the moment. All you, um, in a way, you're really not, but... Uh, 
you forget about all the other issues for the time being. It's a way to deal with stress short term that, in fact, creates a bigger problem long term. And so my response to him was, does the beer actually clear your head? Right. And insert X, Y, Z, because this guy's problem is just a blanket kind of template problem here. Does the uh, cigarette clear your head? Does the marijuana clear your head? Does the going out and staying up late and, uh, you know, spending time not sleeping clear your head? Does the porn clear your head? Whatever it may be. Or does it just temporarily mask the issue? Probably most of the time, you're just putting on a mask. You're putting on a Band-Aid. And you're going to have to put on that Band-Aid. And the Band-Aid is going to have to get bigger and bigger to be effective over time. This guy has probably, oh, I would say in the range of 50-ish pounds to lose. And what I said to him was, does the beer actually clear your head and help you deal with that stress? Or... Is that a temporary solution and would not drinking the beer in an effort to lose weight and be healthier lead you to a healthier body, a weight loss of 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 pounds and puts your body in a state that naturally can handle stress on a daily basis to the point where it never gets to a buildup where you have to go do something like that to mask the stress to temporarily numb yourself from it made me think about myself. I always think about how I live a very, very stress-free life. It's something that I've thought about a ton. Um, I I always think like, I'm like, I'm just not as stressed as other people. I had a baby. Um, Well, I didn't have a baby. My wife had a baby. That was pretty stressful for her. Um, But we as a couple had a baby last December. We're, you know, we're working on 10 months onto a year old now. Kids are stressful, but even through this 10 months, I just haven't felt it. So like I just don't feel the stress and I'm, I, it, this situation kind of clicked in my head. It was like, hmm, maybe I got lucky. And for me, fitness is my thing, right? It's my passion. I love it. And one of the, and I know this, right? I just haven't kind of put it together and said it out loud before. But maybe because I'm so physically in shape and I've been that way since, you know, I, I, this is from high school to college to now for the last seven years, you know, there has been, there's been other than a three month period of intentional weight gain for the NFL. There's been no place where I like just let myself slip and go. I've been intentionally focused on my health and athletic performance for the last 15 years of my life. And I'm a younger person. I'm 29. So 15 takes me back to 14 years old in eighth grade. So there never was a period of time in my life where I let things get out of hand. And so physically, I've always been in tip top shape, having a lot of muscle and a great metabolic system and a good metabolism and doing cardio and being fit, all these things, the work to get me to all those, those end goals, those places, those states of being, um, has has been the ultimate stress reliever or stress uh, repellent. Something to think about, right? Do you want to keep masking 
long-term problems with short-term band-aids or and short-term band-aids that take us further away from the state that will actually fix the problem right because i guarantee if somehow you know if this client theoretically does this two or three times a week where he just drinks a ton of beer right he just binges he's he i don't know i'm i'm not going to say what a ton of beer is a ton of beer for me would be like six beers, five, four beers would be a lot. Uh, but for a lot of people, it's probably like a 12, like a 12 pack, right? Like they're killing eight, 10, 12 beers more. Would that th think about what taking away that would do just nutritionally, right? That right there, I think a beer is like a hundred calories, some or more. If you're drinking 30 beers a week, you know, if you're drinking a 30 rack a week, that's 3000 calories upwards of 3,500 calories, that marker for a pound, that's a pound a week that you're gaining in beer. What if you took that away? And that doesn't speak to any of the actual procedural damage that it's doing inside your body that, that further inhibits the weight loss or the weight management, right? The shitty sleep that you're getting, the cravings that you have because beer is one of those comfort food slash drinks that, uh, tricks our body into wanting more, more food, more beer, more food, more beer. Just by stopping, and this isn't novel, but just by stopping drinking, people have lost unbelievable amounts of weight. And not just has 20 pounds come off or 40 or 50 pounds come off, but their energy, their mood, their sleep, their hydration, their joints, their stress management all get drastically better. And then they're at a spot in their life where now you have a super stressful job, but you're resilient. You've built yourself into a machine that can deal with that. You're not just hanging on by a thread, putting on band-aids. Something to think about. Something to think about. Um, finally, a little recommendation for the day. And maybe I'll do this more often. Maybe we'll have like a little life lesson. If I can, I don't know if it's always going to work out like this, but I, I, I kind of like a, you know, your life lesson for the week, your fitness and uh, health content for the week, and then a recommendation at the end. Uh, this guy is nobody new. Um, I guess generally he's new. He's new this year. Started, uh, you know, he was posting his, his stuff on TikTok in the fitness space. His name is Sam Sulik, um, S-A-M-S-U-L-E-K. He is popping off on social media and YouTube um, I, I didn't go all the way back, but he started posting fitness content on TikTok in 2022, maybe the year before that, 2021, uh, got big enough and popular enough that he then started a vlog at the beginning of this year, 2023. I think his first vlog, I just scrolled back and saw this, his first vlog came out like the 13th of January. Um, and since then he's put up 200 videos. Uh, you know, he's basically posting a daily video. That's like an hour long um, of him just being, you know, at the gym. He's an absolutely jacked, shredded dude. Um, he, he is on steroids, but it's not, uh, but that's, it's kind of like that takes a backseat to his content. Um, he, it's not like he denies that he's on steroids or that he's like trying to hide it. He's just like a very humble, innocent dude who loves to fucking go in and get a pump. 
He makes fitness concepts and diet concepts very, very simple the way he talks about them. He's fun to just kind of watch lift and drive to the gym in his car. And like the the way he's doing it is very interesting. I, I'm not a huge, I, I, I do like fitness vloggers. Um, I'm in that space, right? So I'll watch them. But something about the way that this guy puts his content together, it's not flashy. There's no fun edits. He's not doing anything crazy. He just goes to the gym, lifts by himself, grinds. He is absolutely fucking diced. He's huge. Again, the drugs are helping him with that, but like something about him. And he almost motivates me to want to go and do like, uh, like to do a little bit of a bodybuilding run, uh, which is funny. But I've been watching his videos. I throw them on while I'm programming or playing Minecraft or whatever. And it's, uh, it's fun. His, uh, his TikTok's fun to follow and his, his YouTube's fun to follow. So Sam Sulik is the recommendation of the week. Hope you got something from today. I'll talk to you next time. Peace.